Welcome back to the checkout, Michael Sanabria, Starbucks Workers United. Thanks so much for making time for us. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for having me. So, Michael, you were a guest on the show just over a year ago um, because you work at a Buffalo area Starbucks. What's it been like working at a Starbucks in Buffalo with all this unionization campaign? Um, it's been real interesting. So they've kind of the company's taxis has kind of slowed down a little. Like they're not storming us like they were last year with hundreds of executives and stuff. Um, but they're still what it feels like is like selectively hiring and stuff. So when the campaign started last year, they took hiring away from store managers totally and gave it to what they call recruiters. Um, as far as I'm aware, we're the only place in the country that they've done that. So our managers still have basically had half of their job taken away from them by corporate. Um, and it doesn't, at any of the unionized stores around here, it doesn't feel like they're hiring equitably for all of us. Um, like we've had, like at my store, um, lots of people have quit, lots of people have left. Um, for like a two month period, we had somebody leaving every week. Um, like every week somebody was putting in a two week notice, um, but they were not hiring at remotely close to that same rate. Like we were getting one person a month during that. Um, meanwhile, other stores, other non-union stores were getting like five people in a week. Um, so that has made things really rough. And then they still also try and pressure us and say like, okay, we're down to, you know, three people working on the floor but you should still keep mobiles and cafe and drive through all open. Um, that's not sustainable. We can't do that. It's burning everybody out. Um, which is why at my store, we had so many people leave because they were like, I don't want to work like this anymore. Um, so it's been very interesting and kind of annoying. Um, we have had a rotating cast of managers and district managers and stuff in the area. Um, in 2022, but prior to the campaign, I had only had one district manager total in my, at the time, four years with Starbucks. We've had like six this year in my district alone. And there's three districts around Buffalo. Um, so that also really sucks if we try to go to them for any help. Because, you know, in two months, it's a whole new person. We need to explain the whole situation to them again. Um, and all of the context of like, the last year and how different changes have affected us and stuff. So it's definitely been interesting um, and kind of tough in union stores because of how like the company's responding to us. Do you mind actually um, backing up a bit? I just jumped right in here, but do you mind backing up and actually telling our audience a bit more about your career for those of them who may not have listened to the prior episode? Because you had a and you know, pretty uh, amazing career there, including uh, winning some awards. And, and maybe tell a bit about your job and the recognition you've gotten for it. Yeah, so I've had worked at Starbucks um, since October 2017. Um, the site is like a supervisor. Um, and early, actually, like after about a year of being there, um, every year they do, at least prior to the pandemic, it's been a little sketchy since then, but they do what's called the Barista Championship. So you start at the store and you have to like make a drink perfectly to like Starbucks standards and then also talk about it. So I had to like talk about where in the world some of the coffee beans that we were using came from and how 
to different areas in the world will impact the flavor. Um, and talk about like how I talk with customers while I'm like making their drinks and stuff. And um, so I wanted my store level. Then I went on to the district level and there we had to do basically the same thing, but like a little more involved. So instead of one drink, it was four. And then instead of just like at the espresso machine behind the bar, we had to do uh, lead a coffee tasting. So we had to do it's like a pour over coffee, um, which is brewing just like an individual cup. We had to explain like why we picked that coffee, um, how it's going to like how it's going to taste, what flavors you're looking for, how a pour over is going to bring out those flavors versus like a French press or like a brewed coffee and like a coffee machine or like an espresso machine. Um, so like I won an award for that as uh, the district race champion. I actually went out of state um, to Pennsylvania to compete as well. Um, I didn't get so lucky there, but that's okay. Um, there was really, really intense competition there too. Um, yeah. So that, is most of my career like it's so far. How have your uh, colleagues responded, responded to the um, you know the different managerial tactics and union busting tactics? Like, what's it been like for them? Um, they, it's been they haven't been fond of it. Um, it actually a lot of that has turned people who were either on the fence about unionizing or totally unsure or like wanted just nothing to do with it. Like didn't want to be part of organizing it. If it happens, it happens. Didn't want to be part of like going against it. Um, it's turned people towards unionizing just because like, as we've had new managers come and go, um, not that we don't really have a familiar face to go to people have come to me and said, like, I don't feel safe anymore. Like, I don't know who to talk to about stuff. I don't know if, so-and-so manager has my best interests at heart. So I don't know if I can go to them with concerns at work anymore um, because it just doesn't feel right. It feels like they're spying. It feels like they're waiting for me to say something wrong to get me out, um, which is like what we expect, unfortunately, um, because like they shouldn't be doing that. It, nobody should feel that way at work, especially like at a coffee shop. Um, so that's kind of how like my stories responded. You know, what what were the demands that you guys originally had? And do you feel those demands are still relevant now a year on? Um, yeah, so basically like our, our demands were um, overall like have a voice, right? Like, so with a union, it's more, it's a lot closer to like a, a true democratic process because you know you vote on this and that, um, on what you want in the collective bargaining agreement, if you agree to it, whatnot, stuff like that. Um, and I still think that that's super relevant because um, I think anybody should be able to have a say if they want to in their job and the condition that they work under. Um, another really, one of the other really big demands um, was signing our fair election principles, which um, is a, a list of things that basically say like, no spying and intimidating, no, basically none of the union busting stuff that they've done in the last year. Um, you know, like if the company holds time for an anti-union meeting, then they also give us a pro-union meeting on company time. Um, and I think especially in light of how they've reacted in the last year, um, firing, I think we're at like over 120 or 130 union leaders around the country. Um, 
what else have they done? Now they're starting to close down stores under presumably false pretenses like safety and security. Um, they, they've challenged all sorts of things. Like they, the, the company has said that the National Labor Relations Board is colluding with the union to like help pad like voting. Um, wild accusations like that. There was one store where the store manager like pressed charges or tried to press charges on the partners there for doing a march on the boss and saying they were kidnapping the manager. Um, ridiculous stuff. Um, and like none of that, if they had agreed in the beginning to the fair election principles, none of that would have even ever come up. Um, so I think especially in light of that stuff, it's even more important, those couple of demands. Um, beyond that, at least early on, we didn't have many, like obviously like wages, like better benefits and stuff is cool, but we didn't have those ironed out. Um, and actually even still we're not because we are just, because it's across the country, um, we have like surveys that are going out and, and committees of people um, that are working on hammering out the fine details of that stuff and seeing what the partners actually even want. Um, yeah, so we those ones we don't we don't really have much, but the two two big ones like the fair election principles and even um, just like recognizing the union and letting us also have a say in what we do in our day to day uh, lives at work. Um, and those are still both very relevant reasons to want to So give me an idea of what your current situation is right now and what, what you're planning to do in, in response. Um, so at my store currently, we did unionize back in July, um, certified the vote. Um, and then actually face Friday, so three weeks or two weeks ago, two weeks ago today, um, I got fired. Um, the reasoning was I missed a shift to go to my grandma's funeral. Um, I had spoken with the manager, multiple managers actually, and a couple layers of management about that's about that being the reason why I was not able to go to my shift. Actually, I have a text with the store manager where they literally said they will find coverage for my shift. Don't worry about it. Um, and my separation notice, my manager lied and said that I told him I was going to work a second job instead and that multiple times he told me that I needed to find coverage and because I didn't they had to separate me um that is made up I didn't have a second job um don't have a second job so that just came up out of nowhere basically um so what we've done is my store has been on strike since I got fired um because they and they're super upset. Um, going back to like how awful staffing has been when the campaign started, my store had around 35 people. Um, after my firing, we're down to nine. Um, so that was the other reason that everybody was upset was they fired me and some me and somebody else the same day, two of the union leaders for bogus reasons. Um, when you already have almost nobody. And I was like the only person with fully open availability. Everybody else is like in and out of school or stuff like that. Um, when you lose like a staple person like that, like that is a lot. Um, that drains the team significantly. Um, and it sucks and it's not right. Um, so they're on strike over that. Um, I have also like filed charges with the National Labor Relations Board 
and I am appealing it within Starbucks. Um, I don't know how well that's going to go. Is, to my understanding, that has only worked for one other union leader anywhere in the country. Um, I have heard back that somebody is investigating my case. That doesn't, I, I don't, like, they'll get back to me also with the results, like, when they investigate it or when they're done. Um, I don't have a time frame for that. But that also, like, they don't have to look at everything. This is something that I want to keep in mind, like not trying to get my hopes up is they can choose to just ignore everything and say, nope, your separation is fair. This is what we say as a company. Good luck with the rest of your life, basically. Um, I hope they won't be like that. I want them to be better. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. So what are you doing now? Are you joining picket lines or are you just trying to steer clear and wait for the nlrb um right now i'm joining picket lines um and i'm also i i don't know if i told you this last year i'm working on a documentary movie um so Amazing. i'm working on that as well that's right because uh, you're a you're you're a filmmaker you're an artist yes wow they don't um, know what they're messing with here this is this is good yeah. news so they also my manager just cleared my schedule. Like I actually haven't been oh able my to God. commit as much time as I wanted to because yeah. I've been working with <laughs> Starbucks and stuff. But now I've got nothing to do. Um, this is it right now. My schedule is clear. I have no reason to make an excuse not to work on it now. Um, and this has also kind of reignited the fire. And um, after a year of the battle, um, it's a lot to keep up motivation during that especially seeing like my store has completely turned over. There's three people now who work there that were here a year ago. Um, so even seeing like all my friends and stuff that I've worked, had worked with for years prior leaving because of this, um, it sucks. It, it kind of does weigh on you. And, and if you think about it too long, it can start to like demoralize you. Um, but now I have even more reason I'm, technically the first firing from our store about it. Um, everybody else quit of their own accord. So um, yeah, I'm ready to come back swinging and uh, not let them win this because um, they shouldn't win this after this. A long time colleague of mine always told me it's always better to get fired than quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I like that too. <laughs> um. What can our audience do to support you? Um, I think I said it last year, like follow our social medias, like Twitter, Instagram, um, I think Facebook too. We have everything, SB Workers United. Um, and really uh, on any one of those, you can find something. It's a QR code for our no coffee, no contract pledge. Um, and that is really important as support. Um, we really to really pressure the company to stop doing this and to treat us right. We do need customer support. Um, so what that'll do is get you on like an email list for updates on things like our boycotts or any picket lines that we have or anything like that um, to not cross the picket line and to let them know like this is not okay. Uh, especially if you're a company that says you treat your employees as well as Starbucks does and then to have none of your actions line up with that. Um, that's not okay. And it's, it's time to change. Like it's 2022. The company has been around for 50 years. We can have a better, more equitable 
50 years and however many more in the future after that. Um, well, yeah. I'll say this. I, I think the way Starbucks has been managing this, you know, reaction to the campaign is pretty horrendous. It's, you know, really shameful. And it's really a huge scar on a company that, you know, I've always taken for granted, like how progressive they were everywhere you go in the country, you'd always see, you know, like rainbow flags and a diverse workforce. Um, and the way they've reacted to this, is just so toxic. And they've really, they've created a new generation of, of labor activists. I mean, that, that's they, what they've done. Yeah, um, they really have, because there's so many people who even um, somebody at my store uh, who had gotten hired back in like January or February had said like part of why they wanted to come to Starbucks was they saw the the union movement. And they were like, I want to be part of the labor movement somehow. Like their whole family's involved in unions and stuff. And they were like, this, this is an interesting way to do that um, right here in, in our backyard. Like, um, so yeah, they totally have like radicalized and set off a ton of uh, labor activists and stuff. Just wait until your movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you see that shit on Netflix or at the, uh, you know, one of these film festivals, right? South by Southwest. That would be really awesome, actually. That is a goal that I should try for, actually. I haven't thought far enough ahead about where, like, how to distribute it or anything like that yet. Um, but, yeah, that'll be awesome, actually, when that time comes. Right on, Michael. Well, you know, it's it's it sucks that you got fired um it's amazing the the activism the organizing that you did and obviously you're a skilled barista as well any, any closing thoughts you'd like to share with our audience um just keep up to date i know it seems like it's been a year now um the fight's just going to keep going the company has just been dragging stuff out um i know sometimes it seems like we're in the news a whole lot and you hear about it constantly and it's just like an always thing but please like keep an eye on it um support us because this is the only way we're going to make change in such a massive company. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Well, thanks for being on the checkout. Best of luck with everything. Please keep in touch and uh, we'll Thank look you. forward thanks to for updates. Of course. Yeah. And we'll look forward to your movie as well. Yeah. I'll let you know uh, when, when I get some like final dates for like showings and stuff. Love it. 